made a great great achievement in her life and she shared her achievement, which really inspiring us, no? Uh, because she worked in Ireland, she worked in UN, United Nations, and she's now a professor and she's also teaching online. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. Listen, I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. It's been a while, guys, and welcome back to the show. The podcast is officially back, and today with me, I have a super guest. Um, he's he, we studied together at the University of Hertfordshire. He's an aviation and aerospace enthusiast like myself. He's a ma- he's a business major, so he's looking to get into business as well and start his own businesses. He's a keen learner and self-developer. He's always looking to learn new things. He's been a student ambassador, so he knows what it's like to work with a lot of people. And he's a real fun guy. He's a real friendly guy. I'm really excited to have him on the podcast today. I'd like to welcome you guys all to, I'd like to welcome Amir to the podcast. Podcast. Amir, thank you for joining me today and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Takura. It's been my pleasure to join your show. And I'm sure, like both of us, can learn from each other and share with our audiences. Absolutely, bro. We're here to learn and obviously develop and grow and become better every single time. So it's all about learning, inspiring each other, and building each other up to reach that next step as well. Yes. Absolutely, man. So, so you know, obviously, sorry for cutting you off, but obviously, like, you know, to to build in and and create a nice, good icebreaker. You know, can you tell our listeners, you know, a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what you're currently doing, and what you get up to in your free time? <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure with that girl already said, told me more about me, what I yeah. accomplished. Uh, but I'll say it again. So my name is Amir. I'm from Bangladesh. I did my bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering from University of Hertfordshire from England. Um, currently, I'm doing actually currently I finished my business uh, degree uh, from Canada, and currently I'm doing two jobs in two different companies. So one is part time, one is full time. And here I am, uh, doing broadcast with Sakura. It's helping me actually quite some time. Well, that's all about me. Oh, wow, 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 man. Like, you know, to the fact that if you've mentioned so much and you're working, you've done an internship and you're working part-time and full-time as well. And I, I remember like, and you mentioned obviously working within a tech company, you're helping them develop and you're also upskilling yourself by helping other people in in in, in support as well, yeah, man. Um, I, about that, like uh, I'm doing part-time in a tech company which they built with management software and they provide service with the management service. So I'm working in the project with that tech company named Lincoln. I'm helping the CEO to... Um, 
Indian government building of Canada, which does our target. Mm-hmm. And it's quite interesting person I'm doing with my CEO of Lincoln. And the full-time jobs I'm working, of course, I need to pay my bills and to survive. So full-time home, I'm employed in a healthcare company in near my place. So two different jobs, but quite valuable experience. Absolutely, man. And any any experience you get is valuable and it adds it adds to your development. And, you know, obviously working in a tech company, how dynamic that environment is. And also the fact that, you know, you can say you've worked in tech and you've worked in healthcare as well. Two completely different worlds. So your adaptability is quite high, you know, being able to, you know, adapt to the different work environments, the different demands, you know, that takes a lot, man. And, you know, I'm really, really proud of you for achieving that and obviously consistently working through it as well. Yeah, uh, about that, like, um, for example, time management is a big issue, a big challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, during my internship, I was doing internship in two different companies and also doing full-time in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the took a toe on my body and as you can see um, but luckily I managed to overcome the challenge um, as to work six hours a day for them and being helping the tech company doing internship in that tech company it's a remote work luckily for me and of course going to the office um, for a scale construction by another company I was doing intern so three company, uh, three jobs, three different roles. It's uh quite it was quite challenging, I must say. And I don't want to do it ever again. Like it took us for three three months. managed to finish it. Well, I mean, congratulations, man, for being able to manage all three uh jobs as well. Like it takes a lot. And I think when you mentioned about time management and the effects it does, it takes on your body. The fact that you managed to, you know, stay strong and, you know, you kept pushing yourself uh, and, you know, tried to, you know, you, you, you're doing, obviously you've done your best, man, because the fact that you're here recording with me today and the fact you can confidently say that, you know, you've completed an internship, you're working full time and part time as well. That's that's a lot to take on board, but the fact that you're able to do it, it kind of uh, reminisces like how us uh, engineers, you know, were able to <laughs> do so much at the same time. So you're multitasking. So you know that's really, really, really like um, inspiring, man. And I'm pretty sure the listeners can be like, "Wow, if you're able to do that, you know, you can imagine what you can achieve." Like when you really put your mind to it. <laughs> well. To be honest, especially uh, I did engineering degree in aerospace mm-hmm. in university of pressure, especially yeah. in the second year and the final year, the amount of pressure we can, it's kind of like get me used to it, like handle the pressure, handle the task, so my task in a short amount of time, um, mm-hmm. especially then, you know, remember the final year projects, two big projects we used to do in the final year, and group, lots of group assignments, and not to mention the exams. Very short time, but too many models. Uh, it's challenging oh, yeah. and it's depressed, but it's uh, very good for us to build up and take challenges in the future. Exactly. And, you know, I, I like that you mentioned that because 
I think we 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 are living testament of how intense a uh, degree like aerospace engineering is, uh, and obviously Definitely. this isn't disregarding other other degrees because obviously every degree is difficult, um, and whoever's going into whether it's you know they're studying um, the the social sciences or they're studying health or they're studying law or business or it's it's it 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 has its challenges and the most yeah. important thing is obviously recognizing those challenges but not seeing them as permanent obstacles but seeing them as temporary um temporary temporary blockers that give you an opportunity to find solutions and find ways to work work around them work through them work under or over you know it's about being able to adapt with your challenges and turn difficult situations into workable situations as well so well that's it guys so here is the Sakura he has lots of experience and he's he's also sharing his experience too <laughs> oh man like yeah. i think obviously like i'd love to to share my experiences i think a lot of a lot in a lot of the episodes i've shared my experiences as well but the whole essence of your episode of is to, for you to share yours and obviously Guys, this is this is your opportunity to hear the wisdom that's going to come out of Amir's mouth. So, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get straight into the, the the next question as well, and really jump and get the wheels rolling here. But you know, Amir, can you tell the listeners, you know, uh, tell tell them your your passions, what you love doing, and what you love most about the passions you have. Well, uh, first passion I have is like uh, leading a healthy lifestyle. Uh, yeah, I learned. Second passion I have is I'm a very aviation enthusiastic guy. Yeah. So I keep updating myself with aerospace companies, with the what kind of new product they're releasing in the market, and mm-hmm. was, uh, with the aviation industry. So these are the passion I have, um, especially aviation. Uh, love it. <laughs> uh, we can see like space, SpaceX, Elon Musk, um, what he is actually. And recently, mm-hmm. I saw this UK company, um, which they released one of the most uh, fastest electric air- aircraft which carry passenger in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the news earlier. So, yeah, keep updating myself with uh, aviation news and industry and healthy lifestyle, which bring changes in my life. Absolutely, man. Health is wealth. And obviously, that's number one. It It, it keeps us going. It helps. It's not only like a physical thing, but it's a mental and a psychological thing. So it's important to stay on top of that. And man, oh man, aerospace, you know, planes. Yes. <laughs> you got to love planes, man. Oh, how much it's it, it, for, for, for the listeners. I, I, obviously, I don't think you can, you can tell how much excitement me and Amir can we have in our voices when we talk about the aerospace industry and our passions for flying and having the opportunity to actually fly and learn how to fly as well and yeah, what it's like. I was uh, getting my life uh, for APL and CPL in Canada while I was doing my yeah. uh, break, um, which is quite challenging, but I'm still continuing flying, although due to COVID, is, my flight is less closed, but hopefully I'll be starting soon. And yeah. To the sky. Well, obviously, man. 
for for me obviously i know you're a passionate uh pilot and an an aviation enthusiast and you love flying it's unfortunate obviously your your air your air school is closed because of covid um you know hopefully things uh get sorted out sooner rather than later because i know what it's like and the rust you have when you get back into the plane and you want to do uh air traffic uh, atc calls and you're trying to understand like you know get to get around the controls again and man like it's 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 yeah exactly <laughs> oh man this this is amazing it's like it's like going back in time and 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 really learning about what makes um makes us happy but i think a key point i wanted to share with everyone obviously from what me and uh, the passion me and amir uh, shares you no know, for whatever passion you have um regardless of your circumstances because amir he's 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 had three jobs at at one time and he's now working double job two jobs and you know he 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 volunteers and he's, he's learning uh japanese I believe it's spoiler for everyone is oh. learning Japanese. <laughs> I don't have to mention it here. It's just something I hope <laughs> to learn about uh Japanese culture and the Japanese language and I'm currently um doing online course like I said I like to learn new things. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Which is I'm doing online course with the name Crazy Japanese. Uh if should if I should check it out. Crazy Japanese uh, teacher Tanuki. She's a very uh, one of the best Japanese teacher I ever met because she's fluent in English and of course she's native Japanese. So she's a teacher. Uh, she's a professor who teaches Japanese language to the foreigners. Yeah. Um, well, it's a quite good experience. Little by little, I'm learning about the language from her and uh, by all, of course, and. You make sure you guys should check it out then. Crazy Japanese. Exactly. Exactly guys, you know, check out Crazy Japanese and you know the fact that you know when you accumulate everything that Amir is doing as well, you know, when once you're passionate about something regardless of your circumstances, you can power through it as long as you love it. And obviously Amir he loves learning and Crazy Japanese for all those who are looking to learn Japanese. Um I think I um also won Uh, you know it's if, <laughs> if 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 we're just thinking i think the only thing i've i've covered is um the introduction so konnichiwa uh watashi wa takura desu uh i don't know if i pronounced that correctly but <laughs> <laughs> like how are you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> somewhat there you know although i'm not the bright guy when it comes to language um I'm a very slow learner in terms of language learning, but uh, my teacher, Tanaka, she's uh, had lots of patience and teaching me slowly, step by step. <laughs> hmm. Exactly, and I think with that, and I think obviously with 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 your podcast episode as well, like when it comes to language learning, and I'm pretty sure you can agree, is um. you know learning something new that you've never learned before it it takes time because it, it you're you're kind of like um in your brain you are you're untying all the strings that are tied together because you want to accommodate what you're learning the new stuff that you're learning so 
you know, and, and the fact that you've got a fantastic teacher that helps as well, because, you know, you're slowly building up your confidence in understanding Japanese and writing it as well, which is always good. And, you know, obviously could keep pushing, bro. Um, you'll get, you'll get to fluent, whatever, wh- whatever level you regard as fluency, man. That's the most important thing. And it opens you up as well, because I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong, the aerospace industry in Japan as well, it's, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite oh, yes. active. Um, it's very demanding, uh, especially, um, do you know that in Japan, the pilot gets the highest salary out of all oh. kind of, um, sector in their country. Okay. They get the most highest paid job in the world in Japan. Wow. Pilot. Wow. Wow. So you can imagine he's already motivated from, 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 you know, <laughs> From from Bangladesh, you know, he lives lives in Canada. Then he occasionally goes to Japan, and he's a global traveler. So you you can already see how the direction Amir is going, and it's exciting to see where things go from here. Well, challenge comes, my friend. Like um, you know that after they graduate from England, um, by that mm. time I recall it twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. Um, they don't used to give any work permit, right? If you think just mm. either just get kicked out or find a job within three months. It is, uh, was a big stress for most of us, you know. And yeah. it was also a stress for me. Like, um, I tried applied many aerospace companies, uh, but either there's more qualified people or I was not qualified enough by that time when I graduated. Um, but yeah. And of course, very limited time, you know, three months, hard to find a good job in three months time limit in England. I came back home and give it a thought and then I just gather, see the opportunities, did my bit of research and background information. Right now here I am, you know. Living the life, man. So yeah, it's 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 important, like I think I want to add on to what you said, like I think a lot of people obviously the rules are different now. Uh, but when we were studying as international students, obviously the, 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 the time was against us. And obviously, like I think you mentioned, um, at the beginning, how like time management's a critical thing that you've had to learn and develop and improve. And we basically were working against the clock. So, you know, the, the, the time scales weren't favorable, but as, as with all things, you know, when, when one door closes, another one opens and there are better opportunities and better things to look forward to going forward as well. Yes, definitely. Um, because you never know when the life will take you. Exactly, uh, exactly, man. Like, uh, I'm sitting here, right? And the first decision I made, you know, in my life to go out of my country and see the world, I guess that's the like, best decision I made in my life. And exactly. I become started to learn while I'm traveling the world. Met. Very great people like Sakurako and others in my course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky to oh. um, have met them all of them. Actually. Absolutely, man. And I think all of our experiences shape us and they help us and also the connections we build are important. So, you know, with that, man, you know, we'll move on to the next question. And I'm pretty curious, the listeners are also interested to know, like, um, can you tell us, you know, uh, a bit about you know your your inspirations like who's inspired you and uh, made a positive impact on you in what you're doing. 
Well, uh, this there like many people which uh, made inspired me a lot. But uh, I'm going to mention there are three people who really did giving uh, me an impact in my life. Right now, who am I now? Like they really did a lot and inspired me a lot. First of all, of course, my friends, especially my dad. Um, he's always just say, "Hey, since you were." Interesting about aerospace. Why not you just go up there? They have a really good university and learn it, get a degree, mm-hmm. and do whatever you want. They get a degree. And I give it a thought to my dad words, and that's where I made this decision to study, get aerospace degree in England. Second person I must mention um, is our my course mate I met uh, in the University of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Nick, Nick Amaral, I think I, you heard of him, right? Yeah, His Nick, yeah, brother, yeah, Nick, yeah. And a uh, very positive guy who always to cheer me up. And right now, uh, no, not, but not, I mean, least but not last, um, is uh, Chad Kowler, who is my, who is my manager in PCL mm-hmm. Construction. Who I did yeah. my internship with. He was my supervisor, and last few months he had been inspired me a lot. Like shared me his daily routine, how to improve myself, and keep supporting me every day, every day task. And he also shared his life story, how he get to the point to be a uh, manager in PCO in a special project, um, which inspired me a lot. Like. He motivated me like okay. Although his background is um I believe he got his only degree in architect, but okay. even though he just had one degree, he keeps improving himself, he learned new things. Even a little technical knowledge like how to paint your wall in the house, for example. He yeah. learned that and he keeps learning every single day, every month, every year to improve himself and how to deal with things. And that's how he's in position right now exactly bro and you know that shout out to all of your inspirations you know um you know your parents your dad nick you know shout out to nick hey if you're watching this man you know we 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 love you man wherever you are man and we hope you're doing well and obviously shout out to you your manager from pcl construction like you know for teaching you yeah for teaching you all of the things he taught you and you know even with He's not. He, he. What I think the key thing we we were learning from him is, no, just because we have how to manage one your qualif- life, how yeah. to set a goal, yeah. uh, how to do key planning, either yeah. for your personal or even on your professional life. So planning, oh, wow. uh, management, let go. These things he like read literally in putting my head. Yeah. And and you really see the value in that, like when when you're when you're put in difficult situations. Like I think, you know, going back to your example of working three jobs, like the, all those things you learned from him, you know, they've helped you manage working three different jobs, completing your studies, uh, working as well. Definitely. Um, there's two more person. Person I like to yeah. mention is one is Takurako because I often listen to his podcast. Which also yeah. <laughs> made a big, big impact in my life, and also my teacher Tanuki, the Japanese teacher. Uh, she also 
made a great great achievement in her life and she shared her achievement which really inspiring you know uh, because she worked in Ireland, she worked in UN, United Nations, and she's now a professor, and she's also teaching online. So she has wow. a very diverse background. Wow, wow, wow. And not to hey, mention, but... she, she graduated from University of Toronto, did her master's. Okay. Ah, wow. Okay, okay. Oh, man, hey. <laughs> Firstly, man, shout, shout out to your teacher. Shout out to your Japanese teacher. I think it, it takes a lot for somebody who has such a... a teacher, uh, teacher Sensei, uh, Sensei Danuki, if you're listening to it, please the show. <laughs> you know, a big shout out to her, man. And I hope I hope she's watching this. And, you know, we, we, we're wishing you all the best. And, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you for saying, you know, I'm, 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 you know I, I'm just trying my best you know, to, to be inspirational or trying to add um, a bit of light to uh, a pretty dark or a world that's got light and darkness. You know, we're just trying to add, you know, a dual bit to try and put put smiles on people's faces. And, you know, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question. I'm pretty sure this one will get you thinking a little bit, you know, about but from all the experiences you've gone through, can you tell the listeners and myself an experience you've gone through that has shown you that um, positivity still exists in the world and in people? Yeah, uh, actually, to be honest, um, well, my first positive experience is uh, when I landed here in Canada and mm-hmm. uh, I booked an Airbnb, but uh, my taxi was not on time. But luckily, I and the person who I booked with Airbnb, she was checking me, like you know, other on the texting me in the email and Facebook that where am I am I safe or not? And after running into the airport, I literally like um, there's no taxi because the taxi I booked, I don't know what happened to that guy. And it was very cold winter. <laughs> very cold. Oh wow! It's like one of the most cold. But then, you know, I had to tell my situation to the Airbnb management that maybe, and uh, it was a very nice life. Luckily, she had a car. She drove all the way, like almost half an hour, like at almost 1 a.m. at night to pick me up from the airport. And he, wow. she offered me some hot chocolate on the way. She asked me, am I all right or not? So for a second, I thought, you know, I was lost. Um, I don't know how to get there. Because uh, airport here, um, especially in Winnipeg, there's no people after 1 a.m. and no car. But that really almost saved me. It's a yeah. really positive experience for me. Wow. You know, she showed her helping hand at the right time at the right moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's amazing. Like, somebody, you know, um, I think it's it's very very inspiring that you know she so she showed a great amount of concern and you know she 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 took that extra step she said no let me go and get Amir from the airport and bring him back um to his accommodation where he should be staying you know that that shows a real a real sense of responsibility a real sense of um awareness as well you know and. You know, the fact hot chocolate as well, man. Like, welcome to Canada. It's it's cold, it's cold, but you know, you you get a hot beverage to, to warm you up, and you know that 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 really really it says a lot about um you know people in Canada. You know, 
the the friendliness the um the courteousness the the respectfulness as well um you know the fact that she helped you in that moment and i can understand what it's like like an airport like after in the evenings like after one o'clock um I, i don't know if i ever told you the time when i was working at a stansted airport in the uk like uh you know how like after i think it's like flights f- finish around uh like 3:30 in the morning but i would Ooh. finish work like like uh just um i think just before 12 or just after 12 so you know you you finish your work shift and the airport is quiet you know and the only people who are in the airport you know the people who are cleaning uh people who are waiting for their flights the next day cuz some people would have traveled from far to they when they want to fly into Europe or they want to fly to mm-hmm. um into into to to America or but then they have to sleep inside the airport on the on the ground it's not it's not a great sight but like it it's one of those where you you when 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 you see it, you're just like wow you know do people really have to go through this yeah, but but the fact that you know you you were helped out in that situation uh by her and you know she 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 helped you and obviously you you found you got transport you got to your accommodation and your stay your stay in or your tenure in Canada started off on a, on a smooth note so it's it's really really inspiring that <laughs> thank you um Although one more experience I faced is uh, doing job interview in Canada. Yeah. My when I was uh, doing my interview with the PCL for internship, so my mm-hmm. manager Chad was taking the interview and he asked me like, "Do I have an experience um, in terms of I was doing like marketing strategist as an intern?" and basically mm-hmm. so he was asking me do I have any background experience i said no but um, he gave it a thought and he said that okay there are other candidates from my class who have lost the experience and um but you don't have not much experience so why should we okay, choose you and not them so i gave it a thought and just answer well It's up to you to decide. I can guarantee that I will retire back. I'll just retire back. Yeah. At my workplace or my course as a paper. So my manager, he listened to it and he said that, okay, we'll get back to you soon. And actually two days later, I asked my other classmates whether they got off or not. Some of them said that none of them they got the offer, then I thought maybe it is not just me since I don't have any background experience in terms of marketing instead of me. But two days, three days later, my manager, he called me, hey, Amir, would you like to work with us? Um, actually, wow. uh, we feel like we're very, you're, you're the right person for this country because you like to learn something new and you're very positive and optimistic. I like your attitude. Yeah. I said, oh, really? So my manager, my manager, he gave me a chance to work with them. And he said, he told me actually, like, okay, if you don't, if we don't give you the experience here, then, you know, someone has to give you the experience and uh, to learn. 
about the profession. Like we saw that others, they have plenty of experience. They don't need the internship, but for me, and uh, they feel like okay, since I have not much experience in this industry, I will definitely need it. It's a really big favor from my manager for giving me a chance to work with them. And absolutely, bro. Yeah, it's really positive. Yeah, I must say. <laughs> Awesome, man, and you know, thanks for sharing that because you know, I think that the 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 fact that in in the interview, you know, you they asked you a question and you were very open and honest, um, about not having experience. But I think that's what that that's what made them like decide to go with you because you were open, you're honest, um, but you you weren't you didn't just say like, oh, I I don't have any experience, I don't know like what I can do, but okay. you said no. I just, I, uh, I'm, yeah. I just told my background, what I know yeah. about the work. Yeah. Uh, of course, I read the work description, what they need, and my skills. I shared my skills and uh, they asked me a few questions about how I face the challenges in life, and I shared yeah. it from my experience. I guess that's also kind of um, really motivates them to take me. And uh, what's important, they told me the positive attitude, whether they like that they can work with me or not that's they were a bit concerned with the candidates which is perfectly fit me to for yeah, that position yeah. <clears throat> well i get you i guess what i can say is obviously you uh, this is ironic as well because the market it was a marketing stra- strategist uh, internship but like you marketed yourself really well and they gave you the job so <laughs> You you marketed yourself very well, and you became a marketing strategist. So <laughs> that's really, really. It's like um, I I, I wouldn't know how to say, it, but like I think it's like when 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 things when when wires connect and everything interlinks and everything falls into place. So I think that's a really really inspiring um story and like uh you know th- it's experience. Like thank you for sharing that, and I think it's also it helps anyone who may be. Uh, looking to go into interviews and they're not confident um, in a particular area, yeah, but you know, yourself. don't try to pretend to be something you are not. Mm, mm, mm. Very, very true. Be yourself. Don't pretend to be anything else. You know that's very, very true. And guys, you know that we'll tra- we'll, we'll copyright that. That's Amir's quote right there. You know, be yourself. Don't try to be. Don't pretend to be something. It's somebody else. You know. Be, be yourself but yeah th- thank you for sharing that bro so you know we'll move on to the next question as well and i'm pretty sure this one you know it'll, it'll really kind of um th- make you think about obviously your the, the challenges you've gone through in the past and the challenges you're facing at present but can you tell the listeners and myself um how you've overcome challenges um and you faced before well challenges in my last um Basically, the most challenge I faced when I could not achieve things I wanted, right? For example, mm. um, for example, if I wanted, I wanted to um, go to an aerospace company mm. and work with them, and you know, sometimes I fail, most of the time, um, you know, because I might not be not fit for the position I'm applying for. Mm. Uh, so, challenges that Got to me is like more um, depression and and also demotivation. So it's mm. kind of demotivating because I could not achieve the things I wanted, right? 
So depression and the motivation is a support mental challenge I face and how I overcome them is that uh, for, uh, I think about myself, you know, where I was like 10 years ago and I look mm. at my history and how I improved myself. Mm. So I see my experience and the history, if I think about the life I have been through, uh, that's kind of like motivated me uh, most of them. And of course, always think mm-hmm. positive because I know that there's uh, God, the creator, always has something better for me in the future. So that really keeps me going. I never give up. Awesome, man. Hey, th- th- thank you for sharing that. I, I know it may, it may have been a bit difficult for you to, to, to share that, but, you know, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it's it's important to know, guys, you know, when you're going through hard times, you know, always look back. Don't always look back. What what I'm trying to say is use um, your achievements, your past achievements, and you overcoming previous challenges in the past to motivate you to overcome what you're facing because, you know, you've you've come a long way from where you were before and you're on it, the, the, the road to success and self-improvement is a long journey and you go through a lot of ups and downs, but you never forget the ups. You obviously you learn from the downs, but you never forget the ups and the what what it took for you to achieve those things, and that's really really important. And obviously, thank you know we praise God as well. You know, all praise to the Most High. We have to. I think it's important, like you mentioned, you know, maintaining a positive um, attitude, even in difficult times. If you remain positive and you laugh about situations, even if it's difficult and tough, it helps uh, you, you because. Know, um... Challenges can be many from like financial challenge I face, but I managed mm. to overcome with working hard. But financial exactly. challenge is gone. Mental challenge, I already told you guys how you face it and how you might overcome it. And most importantly, share your you know, feelings, how you feel, someone you trust, you know? Share your mm. feelings with your best friend or it, it's really, really stress. It really is like really stress, stress a lot. To talk with someone, if you really say stress, of course, by talking you will find the solution. Exactly, it's it's better better out than in. You know, you can't bottle it up. You have to let it out. You know, yeah. and that helps as well. That's the worst part, you know, when someone is in depressed, I met many people who mm. will say, "Don't want to bottle it. Keep them to yourself. It's like mm. very can be like quite um, dangerous and harmful." Mm-hmm. Not that person. Okay. Anyway, uh, next question we can go. Over. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so you know, oh, oh, on that, you know, I think linked into the previous question, you know, what would you, what do you think is the most valuable thing about, you know, going through a failure or facing adversity? Well, what I learned ever in my life that failure is. Actually, not a failure. It's kind of like learning mm-hmm. from and mm-hmm. review why you failed and try it again. So review the failures and uh, make a new plan, make a new strategy and plan your life, plan your man- manage your time and implement the things you learn from the failure, failing. Mm-hmm. That's very important. So reflection of the failures is quite important. Not just, okay, I failed. Yeah. I just let it go. No, no, no. You just you have to think why you fail. And of course, there's a bit of luck, which is you know out of our control, not in our mm. domain. But 
which is our domain, which is in our control, is preparation. Get ourselves mm. ready, prepare ourselves for the next challenge, and get reflect of the failure. And what uh, the points they failed and improve themselves. That's important. Exactly, exactly. And uh, thank you for sharing that, man. Like self-reflection is important. Failure is not a failure, it's a lesson. And, yes. you know, planning uh, planning ahead, like what can I do differently? What can I learn? Can I do exactly. research? Can I... So it's all about being proactive, man. And, you know, it's, it's very, very important. <laughs> Either it's personal life or job interview or mm. doing something new. These things apply to all. Yeah, it, it applies to all, and you you you're constantly learning, and you're constantly better, getting better each and every time. So, you know, with that, you know, with what you've shared about, you know, it being about self reflection and all, when you're now looking forward as 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 things progress and things are moving forward, what excites you uh, the most about the future going forward, Amir? Well, for the future, actually, to balance, um, what excites me is that. Uh, God is always trying for me something good in the future. Mm. And I don't know the future, what will come, what I will see tomorrow. So the surprise is kind yeah. of exciting in the future, like what's the outcome of my planning and my working and my hard working. Will it going to pay it off or shall I have mm. to take a new, new decision in life for the future? So mm-hmm. future is unseen. And that's really excess me that I really don't know what will happen. So <laughs> prepare for it and it will excite me, okay. Tomorrow it might be something different. Mm-hmm. And I write it in my diary, alright, tomorrow what I expect and if it happened, how much I can act accomplish. So that's excites me, like keep me going that okay. Really don't know. So not knowing the future is kind of like really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you really don't know how that happened, but you do trial and error testing in the lab, like, okay, trying to figure that right? (laughs) Oh, man, that's a great, that's a great answer. Like, I think that's the first time um, I've I've heard that. That's a very, very good answer. Like, I I guess as well with, with the future, like you said, it's unseen, we don't know, but just having that element of preparedness, like, you you're not anticipating but like if something happens and something's different you're like okay today is different um yeah like i'm I'm ready for it this is what i'm going to do to yeah. tackle it and i i, I like that man i like that <laughs> i really don't know the results right i can put yeah. lots of hard work for my project for my personal things but i really mm. don't know about what will happen in the future it can be either positive or negative exactly so, I, so yeah man hey like I think for what you shared, that's a very, very, uh, it, it's it's a very dynamic approach because your it, it it's it's got some structure, but at the same time, it's it's allowing for adaptability if things change or if if, if different outcomes occur. Because obviously, we we can't plan and hope for everything to go our way, and when things don't, yeah, like we should be in that mindset where. Right. Okay. Things haven't gone mm-hmm. right for me. What do I do now? How do I improve? How do I get past this? That kind of thing. That's really, really important, man. And thank you for sharing that as well. So, you know, we'll, right. we'll move on to the, the, the next question. The ne- we'll move on to the next question. I'm pretty sure you love this because it gives, um, the, all of the listeners 
a chance to understand how you um, operate and how you go about completing your tasks. But what would you say uh, helps you stay focused and productive when you're working and getting through tasks and you're, you're, you're handling all of the different things that you're doing? Well, two things. It uh, keeps me still on the focus on the task. First of all, yeah. the trip, uh, which helps, helps me to keep stay focused on the task. One is uh, I really like doing it, so it's going to motivate me. Mm-hmm. Is the set, I will set a goal of each task, like what I want to achieve. So I'm more clear about mm-hmm. the goal. So since I want to achieve the goal, I stay focused on the task. Okay, I set a deadline of the goal, and to reach that deadline, I have to do suppose five, six tasks for one goal. So, which keeps me playing, and I step up. That's okay. Each day, I will do suppose 10 minutes of this task. Mm-hmm. So, seven days a week, 70 minutes, I finish almost finish that task. So, divide the task into minutes or timing and manage it and set the goal. How you reach, how you reach that, and how you do, how you wanna finish that task. So that's very important, and um, which I do. I always write things on my diary, like mm-hmm. set goal to finish the podcast with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, like... that's my goal, and we set up the timing, do the planning, and. Mm-hmm. Finally, it's the motivation of finishing the task, which gives me focus, like not to get distracted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, 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 that's absolutely right, man. I think obviously having, having the grit, the motivation and the determination to, to, to complete the task is important. Um, writing it down somewhere, whether it's on your mm-hmm. phone or on a piece of paper, it helps. And setting time and deadlines, it also creates that sense of urgency that you need to complete it. I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, Pomodoro method. Um, it's 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 a time management technique. Oh, um, right. that that's, it's one of the management tools that we have to do. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, so so a, a a very good friend of mine, Bronzy, or shout out Bronzy, um, you know, he shared it in his episode on this podcast as well, like how you know you put you set yourself times to complete tasks, and it helps when you're focused and you've got zero distractions and you complete a certain number of tasks in that period that you said you're going to work before you allow yourself distraction. So you know that's really really from what you've said, I think it links into that as well. And it's yeah, it's a very very it's a very very proactive and dynamic way of working, man. And that shows a lot of energy. And I thank you again for sharing that, man. It 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 it's 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 it, it, it's an eye opener, and it's an it's an opportunity for me also to learn like new things, like the way you do things. Um, you know, I could I could think, oh, well, I I like that. I I'll, I'll also try it as well. And see how it, it gets me. So you never lose anything from trying anything new. <laughs> yes. Right. So, you, exactly. You know, so, so, you know, we'll move on to the next question. Um, and I'm pretty sure you love this question because it's also a self-reflection question as well. But um, what would you say are your strongest qualities um and from the strong from the qualities you have um what qualities would you like to share 
or pass on to the next generation or somebody who is willing to learn from you? So, yeah, uh, strongest quality I have is the adaptability. So, mm-hmm. no matter how hard the situation is, um, in terms of stress, planning, or getting used to a new environment, getting used to a new job, getting used to new learning new skills. So, adaptability, mm-hmm. which I learned uh, during my whole period of time when I entered, when, when I went, went outside my country till this day. Adapting to the situation, adapting to the environment, adapting to the new workplace, adapting to the new course and professional adaptability and simplicity is the most uh, mm. two things <laughs> I really could. And I yeah. do like to teach adaptability, how to adapt the situation to my audience. If they want to learn, I can share more experience of mine. Although I might not be a good teacher, but I will tell or share my experience from the life like. Getting to an environment, you know, like I'm in Canada, so one of the most coldest places in the world. That's adaptability. And <laughs> doing engineering degree at the same time, finishing the business degree. That's called adaptability. Like, and of course, uh, being proactive too. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And I, I, I like, I like all the, all of those qualities. And I think the one I like, um, a lot is there is, when, when when you know you never go wrong with keeping it simple um you know it's 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 i think a lot of the times we we are all when we do things we 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 tend to complicate things without consciously complicate this conscious complication and then this unconscious complication so it's when we want things done a specific way and all that and then there's other ways when we're doing it unconsciously we're we're, we're doing something and we think oh we want to be perfect be perfect has to be perfect because you keep changing things but like when you say keep it simple um and you learn from feedback as well which is really important and you know proactivity you know you learn new things you you adapt you i think adaptability is your strongest suit because you know from coming from bangladesh going to a cold country the like the uk um and then obviously building the relationships you built there going back going back home um working there helping the family and then going to canada yeah. which is like you said the coldest one of the coldest countries in the world different culture different lifestyle and now you're pretty much you know you work a lot you know working three jobs you you know you do so much you're learning languages you're doing so much man and that that's really really inspiring thank you i mean to be honest i'm very lucky <laughs> um yeah but simplicity and adaptability practically like practically mm. at the professional level i learned during my internship with chad my book supervisor, um, he taught me being the simple, giving simple solution. So even from the complex problem, we can find a simple solution. What he exactly. taught me during my internship and other, you know, suppose for example, I was the marketing strategist. So our product of the company is very adequate based on the customer's needs. So what the customer needs, we understand their needs and we collaborate with them. And we keep an adaptive solution to them. So it's not just a product, product we build like iPhone and we give it to the customer now. We adapt our product based on the customer needs at a professional level. 
There you go, guys. That's kind of like a practical example of adaptability. <laughs> <laughs> wow you see guys you know amir is going he's going that one step further and he's sharing sharing practical examples with you um over the 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 the, the podcast episode as well which is really really helpful because you know it's, it's all well and good to to give generic you know feedback and information but the fact that you know he's also adding in He's from the skeleton. He's adding in flesh, and he's adding in all the all the parts for you to understand and how to approach things. And obviously, every situation is different, but your approach is obviously very, very important. How you go into it, the mindset, and all that is also very, really, really important as well. Okay, cool. So you know, we'll move on to the next question. Um, given all the the characteristics and the skills you've you've mentioned that you have, are there is there any new skills you're looking to learn going forward? Uh, yeah. So there are a few new skills I'm looking to learn and going forward with it. One is in terms of technical knowledge, I need to learn manufacturing the product mm-hmm. and manufacturing all the methods I plan to learn. Because you know, I think I shared with you that both of us was in the future, in the long-term future, we want to keep our own industry, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. In aerospace. Uh, so for that, Manufacturing method is quite important to learn. Second, this I want to learn is um, how to do management um, in a team. So how to run a company, how to uh, be a manager, and how to run a project and being a leader. So management yeah. and manufacturing, these two things I'm trying to learn at a professional level. So I'm doing like on online little course. Yeah. Awesome, man. And hey. That that's a that those are very good, very good um skills and, and and abilities to pick up as well, bro. Like it's really really important. Obviously, as we go also forward, I'm trying to adopt is that um, my communication skills. That's the most important. Yes. Uh, ah. As we can see, communication skills is kind of medium, but I want to make it more better, even more better. So yeah. that's my ultimate goal: communication skills and management. Exactly, bro. And I think with that, you know, practice makes perfect. You just got to keep practicing and keep, um, like you said, you know, if you invested in courses, you're doing online courses, you're learning, you, you, you're not limiting yourself, you're opening yourself up to all of these avenues and you will learn and you will get there eventually as well. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so in, in closing, bro, you know, what inspiring words would you love to leave the listeners with who've listened to your episode today? Well... I must say, set a goal in life, like think about, do some uh, reflection and brainstorming about the life. I try to find what's the objective of your own life, like why you are here. Think about it and um, try to connect with your goal, like what's your goal in life? Do you want to achieve money or do you want to be famous or do you want to achieve something different? For myself, mm-hmm. I like to bring change in my life and bring change to others' life to do something different, bring change in life and society. That's my life goal, ultimate thing, which I set my task and goal from that. For you, of course, it depends on the individual. Uh, so, you know, give a reflection of your own life, give a reflection and think about life, like why you are here. And what's the objective of the life? So these are the words I like to say to my audience. 
you know, sometimes for me, I found my objective of life from my creator. Others found their objective of life different, like my friend Takurako. I think he also found his objective of life too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, you know, thank you for sharing those, you know, wise words. And I think it's important to see people, you know, work towards finding, setting themselves goals and finding their purpose and, you know, reaching a level of fulfillment and being happy. And that's really, really important. And, you know, whatever their goals are, as long as they also aim for happiness, it's really, really important. So, you know, thank you again for sharing that. Have a good day. And it was a pleasure to join you here. And thank you. Right. Thank you once again. And we've now reached the end of another amazing episode here on the POTN Potent Podcast. I'd like to thank my guest Amir for joining um, in this short space of time. Thank you for taking the time to sit down with me today. You're most welcome. And make sure you like and subscribe and stay updated updated to the Potent. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And, and, And guys, (laughs) <laughs> and guys make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apples apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify amazon music youtube uh geo ghana and many other platforms you can listen to this podcast on as well i'd like to thank my guest again and um, till next time the crazy Japanese too in instagram or youtube <laughs> <laughs> absolutely guys make sure you invest in languages and learn a new language like crazy and, and have a look at crazy japanese but thank you all for listening in and for those who have watched thank you for watching uh, until next time be well and take care bye everyone Music by Justin Vinyls.